Ladies and gentlemen, boys and the girls, welcome to episode one of the Ringcast. On tonight's show, we're talking about the One Ring, some new Lord of the Rings collectibles, and more. We're joined by Skippy, Pete from OFAC, and Danikin Lee Walker. Michael Bannon. How are you guys doing tonight? Awesome. Yeah, good. Thank you for the Skippy. Yeah, no problem. Skippy, tell me how how did you how did you enter Middle Earth? How did I middle enter Middle Earth? Well, I uh entered uh, early on at a very young age watching the cartoons from the seventies and the eighties and I had them on VHS. And then I was right at that ripe young age of manhood when the uh, Peter Jackson trilogy <laughs> came out. So I was able to drive myself and sit my lonely my self in the theaters and uh, their opening night for all three movies. And the love's been there ever since. Love it. Um, my first experience with Lord of the Rings was in middle school. We had this book that had like X scripts of all kinds of books, like real important books. And my first uh, ever experience was reading The Hobbit, the Riddles in the Dark chapter, mm-hmm. and um, was really blown away by it. Um, we started watching the movies. Uh, unfortunately, I never... I think I saw The Fellowship in, in theaters, but I didn't see the other ones. We didn't really have like theater money back then. Um, but we, we got them on DVD, and... Uh, you know, I, I've always kind of been a fan. Uh, when I moved back to San Antonio from Arizona, <clears throat> my uncle was a huge fan. And so he was uh, disabled, so I'd go to his house all the time. And, um, you know, we'd watch the trilogy, uh, the extended cut trilogy, a few times throughout the years. And um, I never did watch The Hobbit with him. Uh, but still, like when he passed away a few years ago, I was bequeathed his, his set of the... Uh, the Blu-rays and it's a very, very important possession of mine. So uh, I've, I would say I've probably been, been a Lord of the Rings guy probably since like 10 or 11, like sixth grade, fifth grade. So it's been a while. What about you, Pete? Yeah, similar. I mean, I'm, I'm a bit older than you guys. Um, so I probably read the Hobbit um, many, many times, probably from about seven, something like that. Um, I was always a little bit, wary of the lord of the rings because obviously the you know the size of the, the books and bits and pieces but i think um i've eventually bought the <clears throat> the three books which is what i'm reading now um when i was about 11 so they're about 35 years old um absolutely loved it um i, I found it hard bit hard going to start with with all the um Tom Bombadil and bits and pieces, but I think once you can Dude, get those that, chapters were so. <clears throat> it took me like literally four days to get through the. Tom yeah, Bombadil and it's shit. quite uh, it's quite off putting because you just think, uh, you know. But anyway, so I enjoyed he was, those. Yeah, he was Jar Jar Binks before Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you are not lying. Yeah. Um, enjoyed those. Had some friends at school that were into it, and we used to write in the runes and all that kind of thing. Um, Damn, I remember the cartoon, yeah. the nineteen seventy eight one. It was okay. It's all we had from from that, that sort of medium, um, and then obviously the the build up to the films. I was absolutely, I was just like so excited to see somebody finally, you know, going to realise this. So no, we made a big thing of it, friends and I, when we went up to the IMAX in London. 
and we watched Damn, them all on so the big IMAX screen and somebody comes in and introduces it and, and everything and they were just uh, incredible, absolutely amazing and I've done the extended trilogy two or three times now, you know, you do 13 hours just straight through. Um, yeah. Well, just absolutely love them. Yeah, and obviously for this podcast I've been I've started to reread the books again and yeah, enjoying those uh you know, anew again. So, yeah, I absolutely love this love the uh, the source material. Jenny? I found my way to Middle Earth first from the the movies. Like when I was younger, I I knew of the book, the book, but I never read it. Mm-hmm. No one that I knew read it either, but I knew of them. But it wasn't yeah until the the fellowship came out, and oh man, I instantly fell in love with the world. I mean yeah. the 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 world of the the Tolkien world, and all the characters, and like I just remember like during that time like there were like a lot of like trilogy type movies going on. Like there were Matrix, X Men, the Star the Wars prequels. prequels. Yeah. yeah, and like yep. I remember never. Yeah, never there was a fantasy epic, if you think about yeah. it. There's a couple of Arthur movies, but never a trilogy. Sorry to so, cut you off, Danny. Go ahead. No, it was like, I, I went in like anticipating Star Wars was going to be my favorite, but it ended up being Lord of the Rings was my favorite trilogy out of all those. So, yeah. It's high praise. Yeah, yeah. so ever since right that, now. just... Just started, you know, whenever the, the the DVDs came out, bought those, then sold those for, oh my God, there's an extended version. There's even oh, more. I've, I've Went for those. Version, yeah. Think, yeah. <laughs> so they got me and then bought some books, started like looking into like the history a little bit. I never still read the books, but I was always looking on like YouTube for, you know, like the history of characters, like the swords and all that stuff. And, um, yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of passion for it. If you guys haven't watched the uh, the 4K Blu-rays yet, you need to. Yeah. I haven't, and I need to watch them ASAP. Beautiful, beautiful. And I keep Are they the a, extended cut in 4K? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing the steel book is like uh, on sale for like a hundred dollars, so it's yeah, hard for me. Yeah, yeah I, I saw those. Not the, and, and, and the, not the rebuy well. fi- fifth time. Yeah. 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 Um, Looks so good. Right now, I'm in the process of getting my daughter into into the whole Lord of the Rings stuff we read the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. I tried reading the book to her but she's 4 and and yeah. I would say that's probably like a story like if you're reading the book for maybe like a kid that's like, you know, 6 7, seven eight. 8 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but we started reading the comic ad- uh, adaptation and she loves it, right? Beginning to end every night like she's the type of kid that won't let you pick a picture book or like a book every night dad can we read the wizard book? And so we finished it, and then we watched um, the original animated Hobbit, which Gollum in that movie is fucking horrifying. <laughs> um, and she did not. She was like, "Dad, this scene is taking so long." I was like, uh-huh. "You are not wrong. This scene is taking fucking forever." Um, and then the next thing I'm going to show her is <clears throat> something we'll probably either talk about later today or in the future. Um, the fan edit of the Hobbit movie. So it takes about 13 hours of films and cuts it down to four hours, 10 minutes. Uh, I know Pete's already got a chance to watch it and Mark mm-hmm. has also. And I think yeah. you guys are pretty impressed, at least, yeah, yeah. you know, by oh, the quality. It's fantastic. Yeah. So uh, maybe one day we'll have to do a whole episode on that and maybe we can mm-hmm. see if we can get in yeah. touch with the guy that made it. Um, yeah. But I would yeah, but say did, for me... Did they cut out like the the battle scenes and stuff like that? I haven't finished it yet, but they basically uh-huh. cut out like 
Legolas and like a lot of the uh, yeah, love triangle of, stuff. They kind of cut out anything that wasn't didn't have Bilbo directly involved, which is how they oh, okay. basically anything that wasn't in the book. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that animated Hobbit film was interesting. <laughs> I loved it when um, I was a kid. <laughs> it's just you can't. I mean, as an adult, it doesn't hold up at all. Yeah, I would say my favorite part now though is the extended trilogy, the original. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about what the show is going to be about. Uh, Mark, what what are we going to be focusing on for the ring cast? <clears throat> well, we're going to be focusing on the uh, third age, which is when towards the end of the third age is when the trilogy happens. So it's the lead up to the Lord of the Rings. It's pretty much the whole time that the ring is, lo- you know. The ring is ripped from Sar- Sauron's hands, from when it gets into Gollum's hands, and so on and so forth. So f- pretty much from the beginning of the ring to the end of the ring, hence the One Ring yeah. podcast. So we'll be touching on stuff like the Silmarillion, the Untold Tales, and stuff like that. But we won't go too, too elvish, too hard, Man, names hard those, to pronounce. Look at those because, crazy ass covers. They got to be from like the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this motherfucker was on acid when he was drawing these. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> um, so then we, we'll, but then they're also coming out with the shows on Amazon. They're coming out with two separate shows, which the information on that stuff's been all around the place, and people have been super negative. And I'm, we're not in. I'm not going to be into that. I'm going to wait till we see a trailer, and then I'll I'll start reacting to stuff. I'm yeah. looking forward to what they so, put out. Mm-hmm. But that's we're really. Also, we're well, also going to do uh, character-specific episodes. Um, so that'll be something like I think we we planned on doing an episode on Gandalf and Gandalf's Gollum next episode. and Bilbo and Frodo, like all all the major players uh, in the story. Um, obviously, focusing on the movies as well. So, I think one thing we'll talk about is like different versions of the movies, so fan edits, like the difference between extended and theatrical, and then like books, different releases of the books, different because uh, even like the Hobbit, the Hobbit was changed, changed. in the 30s. Quite yeah, right significantly, after, right after yeah, to add all the stuff about they put Saruman in there, and you know stuff all, the, and then the importance of the ring was not in there. And I've been trying, I've been trying to do a little research on that, but we haven't, I haven't gotten quite there yet. But it's amazing yeah. how different the book is of the Hobbit from the first version. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk about all those, and then of course collectibles. There's so many Lord of the Rings collectibles, um, games different collectible editions of the books and the movies. I think we mentioned Steelbooks earlier. Um, You could probably spend entire episodes on just different lines from different companies like Sideshow, Weta. Uh, These are by Eagle Moss. There's also the, um, I think they're Toy Biz from back in the early 2000s in the movies. I I had those Toy Bizes. I still have them. I have a handful. handful You have to let me know how the Gandalf the White is. There's a guy selling one in San Antonio and I'm tempted, but... I don't know about that. So, the, like the uh, horses and stuff like that, some of those are really good. They have too much of the action features with the karate chop. Yeah, but the sculpts are good. The paint's messy. Yeah. So, but we'll we'll talk at that about that at some point. Okay, so let's start with our first um, topic for today. It's the Lord of the Rings, the Gollum video game, and we're gonna pull up the kind of like the introductory trailer for the game. We'll watch that and we'll discuss Hi, it. I'm Harold Riegler, producer at The Delic Entertainment, and today I'm happy to reveal some exciting details about our upcoming game, The Lord of the Rings, Gollum. 
Gollum has always fascinated us. While being completely essential to the story written by J.R.R. Tolkien, Gollum's long chase for his precious ring has never been told in detail. Yet his incredible journey from Mordor through Mirkwood to the Mines of Moria takes players to places they haven't seen like this before, while setting the stage for events that will ultimately decide the fate of all of Middle-earth. Gollum has pretty much traveled everywhere. He's also pretty much met everyone, and by looking at events from his angle, players will experience Middle-earth through the eyes and twisted minds of one of the most iconic characters of all time. All of that in our very own artistic style. From his time in the slave pits of the Dark Tower to his stay with the elves of Mirkwood, Gollum will creep, sneak, and trick his way past faithful, detailed environments, some of which have never been seen before in such detail. The Lord of the Rings Gollum is a cinematic stealth action adventure. It mixes stealth and parkour gameplay and really leverages the Dalek's expertise in crafting engaging stories. Gollum is no traditional hero. He's learned not to take any sides other than his own, and some of the most powerful beings in Middle-earth want him either captive or dead. In the game, you will meet some iconic characters, but also interesting personalities less known to players, but nonetheless essential to the events unfolding. We've been highly faithful to the descriptions in the books, depicting, for instance, the Moth of Sauron, the Lieutenant of Barad-dûr, who is constantly scheming on behalf of his Dark Lord. Wow. In the game, we will see his face for the first time, but also Thranduil, King of the Elves of Mirkwood, father of Legolas, and last but not least, Gandalf the Wizard. We're all super excited to be working on this amazing project, and we can't wait to show you more. Stay tuned on social media, at Gollum Game. Damn, that looked fucking dope. So what do you think, Zach? I'm fucking super excited. I'm really glad. Like, there's kind of like that transition period for games, like when the new console comes out, where they'll they'll make games for like the last gen. Because um, I don't have a PS5 or an Xbox whatever. I don't know what the fuck they call it. Yeah. But I do have a, an Xbox One. I do have a gaming PC. So I'm excited to be able to play this on, on those. Um, it really reminds me almost of like Uncharted. Like that like kind of puzzle solving, mm -hmm. like exploration type game. Yeah. Games like uh, The Last Guardian and stuff like that. Yeah. Or even, um... So is this like open world gameplay type? I, I think it's kind of like you kind of go into an area and you have to get from point A to point B however you see fit. I do not believe it's open world. Um, but I'm, I'm super stoked for it. I, I actually cannot wait to play this. This looks pretty dope. I yeah, know I mean, there's some other Middle Earth games, but they're more like, you know, with characters that we're not that familiar with. But Gollum is like, you know, top five. Right? He's like one of the big ones. So I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, if you would have told me they were going to make a Gollum game, I would have thought like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. But then, I mean, I play plenty of games where it's like that puzzle type game with the Last Guardian or Shadow of the Colossus. You know, games that aren't, yeah. you don't think of them as, mm -hmm. like, a puzzle strategy. But that's what, I mean, that's what it is. And I really like the art style. If you look at the characters when they talk about Gandalf, that kind of stuff interests me. I hope they don't just add a bunch of random characters you never heard of. I would like to see some guys from the books. You know what I mean? That aren't in yeah. the movies. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the, there's so few Lord of the Rings games coming out. They're all MMORPG or, I don't... I'm not, I want a big open world game, and I know this isn't it, but this is a. Once I saw the trailer, I was way more excited than 
when I just heard when you when I just heard Gollum game, I was I didn't know what the hell to think. But I'm really excited with this actually. So I'll be getting it. So do we know what platforms this is on? I think it's on all platforms as far as PC, yeah. PlayStation Five, Four, okay. Xbox, whatever yeah. pre you know whatever the new system. And Let me confirm. It's on. Kind of. It's in fall 2022 on PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X slash S, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Okay. Oh, and Nintendo so, Switch. I mean, pretty much, mm-hmm. pretty yeah. much everything. I might actually get this on Nintendo Switch then, to be honest, so I can play it on the go. <laughs> the comments on the video says, "Can't wait to press X for biting off Frodo's finger." <laughs> <laughs> Another guy says, "Can finally play a crackhead's life story." <laughs> But oh, this boy. this won't link up to the fellowship, right? This is all prior. Uh, it doesn't, it say. doesn't say. That would but be if cool says, though, if you went from from like right up until the end. That would be fucking awesome. Mm. Oh, I th- you'd have to. I mean, what are you going to do? Make a golem too? <laughs> I mean, for for <laughs> mm. for I, a I'm side ho- character, you have to tell his whole story from beginning to end. I'm kind of hoping it just ends before fellowship. Is it one of those things where your mom turned Bambi off at the towards the end? No. Or not, I guess towards the beginning. It'd be old yeller. Jesus. I mean I kinda like the, the, the idea of like, you know He gets resurrected? Or maybe they'll have he's not, alternate he's not endings. But like you, you you it's going through his um his journey looking yeah. for the ring, I guess. Mm-hmm. And there was also like I guess didn't Sauron release him to yeah, so they can see, follow well, him to the ring? I would love to yes. see that explained yes. in this game though, because yeah. it's kinda weird. They're like, Okay, bye. Tortured yeah. you for like until you told us what you wanted. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, he lost him. I mean, he got lost by the elves too, though. It's true. So this could but be he, actually like a like an in between between Hobbit and yeah. Fellowship, like a, and exactly. Yeah, and I also wonder whether it's going to start out as him being Smeagol and kind of like you press you start X to, to turn kill dark. Deagle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Alert. Yeah, yeah. For anybody who hasn't watched it. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk I about mean, that later. <laughs> so, or even if you start, you know, I don't. There's there's so many things you don't know. I mean, it only shows him as Gollum. So, but Pete, would you play this? Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty good. I'd probably play it with my son. Um, we've got a PS5. Um, we're giving him to him for his birthday in September. Wow. So, our birthday's in June, uh, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pete, did y'all play the, the Lego Lord of the Rings or the Lego Hobbit? Yeah, 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 we've got, uh, I think we've got the Lego Hobbit. I played the Lord of the Rings ones back when they first came out. Yeah, um, they're on I Steam. I just them. downloaded it. I haven't yeah. finished it yet, though. It's pretty I fun, though. I think most of it, I've played a lot of the Lego games, and they're all really good. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're good fun. Yeah. Let's move on. Our next thing is the Asmus 8-inch line Balrog. Uh, 109 releasing December 2021. You can get it directly from Asmus uh, or through Big Bad Toy Store. This is uh, it's pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. Balrog mm-hmm. stuff is really expensive. Like the old Gentle Giant bus, like the old NECA figure is yeah. like 400 bucks. The um, the old Weta statue is like pretty much unattainable. Um, I'm not a big fan of the size. I think if this was 18 inches, I'd be all yeah. over it. Yeah. Eight inches tall when every other figure is also eight inches tall. Isn't super great. I think it peaks to 11 at the tip of the wings and the tip of the flame. Mm-hmm. But the sculpting looks great. There's some very limited articulation in the wrists and the head. And I think maybe just a little bit in the waist. Um, it's basically a five POA statue. But for 109 bucks, I mean, 
you really can't go wrong. I'd love to see if they do a swap out for the sword uh, instead of just the whip. Uh, Mark, what do you think about this? I thought I saw the sword in this that, one. Is that of the I'm going to go check right one. now. Or that might have been the Prime 1 Studio statue. Yeah. But like you said, it they call it the 8-inch scale. Well, if it's 8-inch scale, he should be, you know, 16 to 18 at inches at least. Yeah. I mean, and that's to the top of his head. So that would make the flame 24. Probably. So yeah. the problem is he's he's not in scale with anything unless you get no. were to get like a small figurine like an eagle moss or something mm-hmm. like that. But even that stuff's like I don't know. Uh, I think the four only thing inches? that would scale well with this is like the old Lord of the Rings miniatures because they're maybe about an inch and a quarter. Yeah. I think you mean the uh, like the strategy game ones? Uh, no, no, no. From Games Workshop, they make yeah. uh, oh, they yeah, actually yeah, do yeah, make yeah. a Balrog in that line. They make the guys. They also, they're about yeah, what Gandalf. two inches? Yeah, probably about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, in, that might in the work. movies, the Gandalf goes up to like his kneecap. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In the books, in the books, it says he's, or I forget which book it was, but he says that he's two, he's two um, men tall. And then a lot of the men in those books are are six foot four. You know, the towards the end of the <coughs> Numenorean bloodline. So I mean, mm-hmm. I should put him at thirteen feet. So I mean, that's even small. But of course, the movie's going to make it bigger, and it, it looks yeah. awesome in the movie. I'd rather have the movie mm-hmm. scale, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Especially in the, movies, with the movie design. Yeah, in a movie mm-hmm. scale, he looks about. I mean, of course, he's crotched over, but he looks about three times the size. Yeah. yeah so if you're talking about eight inch scale, he should be twenty four inches to the head, mm-hmm. and what's that make it twenty eight, twenty eight ish inches to the yeah. top of the flame? Yeah. yeah. So that that's the only hard part. But again, it's the. The price point's not that bad, especially if you order from Asmus. They don't you don't pay taxes and it's free shipping. So yeah, I actually have this on order right now. So oh wow, same yeah, <laughs> nice because <laughs> it looks too cool. I mean, it looks fantastic. Yeah, are you gonna yeah. get it, Pete? Um, no, only because I, I can't deal with the the scale of it, and it's got to sit on its own, isn't it? Um. It's a shame. I mean, I, I we'll, we'll look at it. I, I love that Prime One piece, but um, me I'm too. Not paying, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> <laughs> me but too. that's got a very nicely scaled Gandalf with it. Um, yeah, if money was you, no, Danny, money was gonna... no option. Yeah, this one, I think this looks great. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm more. I guess my collectibles, I'm focusing more on the heroes. So, but like, I've also seen. The prime one, which we'll be looking at later, and like mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm getting a Balrog, I'm gonna do what I can to make that happen. <laughs> yes, but I don't think <laughs> it's gonna happen. No. <laughs> Let's move on. This is the prime one that Danny was talking about. Yeah. Uh, this oh. one comes in at thirteen hundred dollars, releasing Q4 2021. Well, twelve twelve ninety nine. That's the story I'm gonna you tell said my wife. Two K was good, Danny. Yeah, that's right. But but <laughs> space so are too. Are any of you guys going to get this? Oh, I'd love to. I, I am thinking about selling my um, my rogue uh, premium format statue to get this. Holy shit, dude. Wow. No. I want to live because, vicariously through you, bro. Yeah, because you figure this yeah. is twelve twelve ninety nine, but if you get it from Big Bad Toy Store, you're only paying $4 shipping. That's going to be... You guys gonna help a lot. That Dolgodor, um, if you look at the bridge, it's so cool how they have like the knight. It's like standing in 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 the wall because it kind of shows you know how the uh, dwarves sculpted. You know, it's yeah. just got so much more to it. That's and so I've cute. seen the light up. You know, some light up features they they touch up the photos so much and it looks ridiculous. But um, we saw 
we all saw the one where somebody had received it mm-hmm. and they turned it on and then Beautiful. they just turned their light off. Yeah. And I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. It was, un- it was unbelievable. It was, it was breathtaking. And you know, yeah. I don't, I never see that in statues, even statues. They all look impressive online, you know, and yeah. when you get them, they're always a little bit bigger or whatever than you think, you know, but the price points are always crazy. I mean, I've seen plenty of statues like this where it's like, it's $3,000 and I just don't know where the money comes from. Mm-hmm. But for me, twelve ninety nine, and I see this. I see the impressiveness. I see why. I see the price yeah. when I look at this, yeah, and I don't see is, that in a lot of statues. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this is like love, a true centerpiece. Yeah. yeah, for real. I love the uh, the way that the bridge kind of like goes into the space. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It's not supported by anything. I think that's yeah. absolutely yeah. amazing. Definitely, the centerpiece is the Balrog. I, I you know, it would have been nice to have. Um, like a second Gandalf so that you could do the you shall not pass pose. Mm-hmm. And I believe the exclusive, don't get me wrong, I, I believe it's the whip, right? Yeah. Yeah, the whip. Yeah. But yeah, the whip so... doesn't the whip doesn't light up though. That's the only thing yeah, that I right. that kind of sucked about that. It would be hard though to get it in that shape, but god damn this thing looks fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah. If if tomorrow I won the lottery, this is 100% <laughs> yeah, yeah, what I would definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd buy 100%. one for all of you guys. Well, too, and so, oh and, yeah, dude. And, Go buy a ticket, Danny. Fall. Yeah. So some people that collect statues, they'll collect. Let's say you know, talking about the rogue, you'll collect an X Men line. So you got to collect ten figures. Well, this is a complete set here. You yep. don't need anything else. Not. Nothing else goes mm-hmm. with this. That's mm-hmm. how I see. It this too, is yeah. one yeah. complete set. It's one purchase. Yeah. You don't have to worry about getting anything else, other than trying to keep the dust off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, damn. beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Inf- so beautiful. It's hard to look at. Yeah. Infinity. Infinity Studios. Uh, this week showed off uh, Legolas in half scale and also Gandalf. Though I'm a bit confused. It seems like the Gandalf would be half scale, but a lot of people are saying it's third scale, which doesn't make any sense. Um, well, Sideshow side said one third on their episode. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is the Gandalf from the You Shall Not Pass scene. And both of these look absolutely stunning. They're it could be probably possibly, <laughs> possibly this Legolas is one third. And I, yeah. I, I I kept looking for actual measurements because you can tell me scale all you want, but I want to know what how big it actually is. I can do the math myself. So, but you, I didn't see any of that. Yeah, I think we'll probably get them soon. We'll probably hopefully. get the measurements once it goes up for pre-order. Um, but, but the these, hair on it looks fantastic. On the, probably on gonna the be Gandalf. very expensive. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to the price tag on these. No. And I'll be honest, I love this scene, but I. I don't like the pose, and I know this is exactly from the movie, but I kind of like once he kind of stamps the Touches ground it with down. the staff. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Yeah. yeah, this is cool, but mm-hmm. but it kind of like I don't know, just especially at that point, his it. staff is all lit up, so it would yeah. be cool to have his staff lower yeah. so it'd make his face glow. I I actually mm-hmm. really like of all the Gandalf statues, the one that's kind of like my grill at the moment is the Gandalf the Gray premium format. Because he's in the Mines of Moria, yeah. and he's like, like there's stairs in the background, and he's holding the staff up, and it just looks like such a beautiful like, yeah, I like I want piece. That That's <laughs> my grill right now. This is great, but honestly, I'd rather spend six, seven hundred bucks on that than probably like the two or three grand this is going to cost. So, mm-hmm. at least just for me. Uh, and then yesterday, Weta for day two of their kind of like summer showcase, they showed their one six scale. Uh, Sauron. This one comes in at $9.99, releasing Q2 2022. This is an open edition statue, and it is um, 
basically however many orders they get that will decide the addition size so the uh, addition size is finalized august 5th 2021 mm -hmm. so you have about we're filming today on the 24th of july so probably about two and a half weeks mm -hmm. but holy shit this thing is fucking yeah. beautiful you get you get the underglow there's a light up feature on the base you get two different swap out hands one with the ring of power and the mace the other from the deleted scene uh, from return of the king where he fights uh, aragorn uh at the black gate with the uh, sword and this thing just looks stunning i think it's like 26 inches mm -hmm. tall from the base to the top of the helmet one six scale uh, Pete, you were saying you might you might be considering yeah, this? Yeah, I'm tempted. Um, I was just having a look before we came on. And, um, yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> £762, British pounds, um, with about £14 shipping. So that's good. But because the UK has left uh, Europe with the whole Brexit bullshit, then um, <laughs> potentially I, I, I'd face... Um, about 25% on top of that with taxes Jesus. and stuff. Oh my so goodness. It pushes that to, what, £1,000 then. So I, so who yeah. charges the 25% not getting into politics? UK give, UK government, yeah. The Queen. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I gotta pay for that baby, bro. It's 20% value-added tax, and then I think there's an additional 5 or 6% tax because we're not in Europe now. Um it was meant to be a good Jesus. thing. I didn't vote for it. And uh, there you go, for somebody that buys collectibles from abroad, it's a killer, really, because now everywhere is abroad. Um, and oh, fuck, yeah. You're man, that, that's why we got and... we got out 250 years ago. They yeah. wanted to tax our tea, yeah. man. Yeah, you did, the right, you <laughs> did the right thing. I can't blame you. <laughs> the original Brexit, baby. I think we're the most yeah. taxed country in the whole world. It's ridiculous. Ironic. Oh. Ironic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry to laugh at that. No, no. Danny, no. is this a uh, pickup for you, bro? Mm, I think this looks amazing again. But like I said earlier, I'm trying to focus more on, I guess, the heroes. For, yeah. For like my collection that I gotcha. want But yeah, this looks. If I had more space, I would definitely want. I would consider so this huge piece anything over 23 mm. inches tall yeah. is a bitch mm. to display that gandalf yeah. is like 23 and a half and that motherfucker it's so hard to find a space room i had to basically if almost take make, up half my cabinet they make ring race also <laughs> well oh. speaking of ring rates uh the weta's also debuted yesterday a new masters collection so they have Treebeard gandalf with frodo on the cart uh they also have i believe um Thranduil on his on his uh, uh, throne mm. and uh, Gollum. So I think this is the fifth Masters collection. It's uh, the Nazgul, the horse, and the four hobbits uh, from the Fellowship scene where Frodo's tempted to put the ring on uh, when they're leaving the Shire. Mm -hmm. And this looks friggin' insane, yeah. this diorama. Yeah. It's absolutely cool. beautiful. Uh, there's no price yet or edition size that's been set, and it has not gone up for pre-order yet. I think it's still kind of like pending approval. But uh, they announced this yesterday during their convention season as being the next um, the next Masters Collection figure, or I guess collectible set. What do you guys think about it? This is another one of those where once you buy one, you have the complete set. Mm -hmm. And it looks really awesome. I mean, Frodo has a little bit of that, like, taking a shit face yeah that's what i was but that is completely it's it completely matches though. them it completely yeah. it's so accurate 
I mean, for Weta, for as far as face and paint goes, I mean, that is so impressive. I don't know how big the, big the actual hobbits are, but I mean, it, for Weta, the, the face sculpts are perfect, but the whole scenery, the sculpt, all that stuff, this is a great diorama. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I think it's really cool. I, I want to find out the, what the price point is and stuff like that. Now, these um, sell out very fast. I yeah, think I the Treebeard sold out like in in a few minutes wow. when it went up. And that Treebeard's oh, wow. like an absolute grail. It's huge, like 36 inches tall. Um, they sell out very fast, and the resale market on them is ridiculous. I was looking at the Gandalf with uh, Frodo in the cart, one of my favorite scenes of the entire yeah. trilogy. The resale is like anywhere from 3,000 3, to 4,500. So. How much was the original for that? Uh... Let me see if I... I think on Weta it just says sold out, so it doesn't tell you the price, but I think it was it's like, like, it's 12, like 12 to 1500 I think. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't that wasn't that it. long ago, was it? Like, what it's scale like was five that? Years ago? Was I think that it's 1-6 one? One scale. Oh, okay. Oh, 1-6 yeah, scale, yeah. Yeah, that, no one, that one... That. that was an amazing piece, too. Yeah, I thought. That's 1-6. Yeah, there's no way I could afford that, so there's no reason for, <laughs> for me to look too much into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mark, you got some recent pickups. Let's get into the collector showcase. What did you get recently for Lord of the Rings? Okay, I got this uh, Sting from uh, Cutlery. United Cutlery. Cutlery. United Cutlery. Yeah, and uh, I got it in a, uh, par- a partial trade sale to uh, Sean uh, Yahtzee, where I traded him a uh, old man Obi Wan, and he gave me cash considerations and uh, Sting. And when I first got this, I was like, "Oh, this is so cool! I'm gonna hang it up on the wall." And then for like three days, I've been swinging it around. And I'm so glad I have not hit nothing yet. I've stabbed myself once. Very little bit of blood was drawn. Oh, my God. But it is so exciting. And it, it made me start looking at some of the other stuff. But all the all – the, I mean, it's just like anything else. You got you to gotta count shipping and, you know, stuff like that. But, uh, man, I, I love it. It feels heavy. It's stiff. I, I don't actually know what it's made out of. It feels kind of like a very much like a stainless. You fl- you uh, flick it in, it pings nice, but mm-hmm. the whole it's all one piece. There's no. It's not like it has mm-hmm. a wood handle or anything like that. But it feels very feels very exotic. Feels very elvish. And I, I mean, I absolutely love it. I mean, obviously it's a Hobbit sword, so it's not that long. So I just wow. yeah, was walking great. door to door, swinging I've, it around. So I've it was cool. The, uh, I've got Strider's Ranger sword. Yeah. Um, and I've got Andrew. Andrew is fucking massive. Uh, it's yeah. A, it's a fair bit longer than than the Strider sword, and the weight of it uh, is just like you. You hear you read about how when um, you know knights in medieval times and stuff they they used to train all their lives and their upper body strength was huge to wield these swords, and when you pick that up, you 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 know that. That you would have had to be very strong to swing that around for more than a couple of minutes. Um, yeah, you couldn't imagine fighting more than one or two people at no, that point. No, no, you just lay down and play dead. Yeah, and I used to have the scabbard for um, Andrew as well, but I sold that on because I, I, you know, you're not going to display it in that because you'd lose half right. of the, the 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 beauty of the of the sword. But yeah, they're great. Yeah. I'd love to get a Glamdring. I've looked at Glamdring a few times. That's my next um, purchase. I think. Yeah. I'm like chomping at the bit it's only like yeah. 200 bucks on amazon when you get the white one or the or the blue one i think only one i can find on amazon is the white it's the blue one rather yeah let me check mm-hmm. but i mean i like the blue one because the blue one's in hobbit yeah trilogy and then yeah, also I'd get blue. In, uh, blue to be is, 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 is plus i mean if i really wanted to um 
depending on what the wrap is made out, I think it's made out of leather. I think you could probably plastic dip it yeah. white and then yeah, just peel leather. it off if you don't yeah. like it. Yeah. It's two fifteen. I need it so bad. I told Victoria, I was like, babe, if, if there's ever a time you're feeling generous <laughs> that I deserve a gift, I would love this. And then Mark, you also got the what else do you get? I also got the uh, Asmus Frodo. He came. He came in pretty fast. Um, I ordered him on the ninth, and he came in, I think, the eighteenth. So he came in less than a week. And then I also ordered the Gimli, and that's somewhere in California right now. Gimli's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, this so is still what they call a slim release. Yeah. They're, yeah, it's a slim release. So yeah. everything about it, I absolutely love. I was super impressed. The uh, chain on the ring is a little bit long. Yeah. Where are we at here? The chain, but the tailoring is is fantastic. And if you look at the promo pics, it has like really long hair on his feet. But I actually think the the hair they put on the feet is on the one I got looks a lot more accurate yeah. and less how's disgusting. The, how's the paint on the head sculpt? Is it is it good? The paint on the head sculpt's real good. The jawline, and you could see it on some of the other promo pics, the jawline goes so so wide <clears> and um it's just I don't know why that is. Yeah. But I can't I don't know how to edit any of that. They're weird because they that face piece is a separate piece. So you've kind yeah. of got the head and the face. So you can do so. I mean, you could heat it up quite, um, you know, gently and squeeze, squeeze the, it, squeeze the sides in. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I might actually check in on with you to do that. And it's also like the hair is real soft. The sculpt on the hair is good. But like you said, but it's just the jaw. It's just. Yeah. It's just because I, <clears throat> I, I, I've got this figure, but I didn't pick it up originally. Um, I've got the slim and there was a bit of controversy because the original um, release of the slim, the paint job was really good. And then they, I remember the second batch and it was really bad. And to this day that they, they said they would replace those head sculpts for those people, but to this day they haven't. And they've kind of skirted around the, the the issue of sending out new head sculpts. Um, So if yours is, I, it's difficult to tell. I mean, if you held it up to the camera, it'd be difficult to tell whether yeah. it was... On know, this camera, it'd be hard to tell. But, um, yeah, there's quite a noticeable difference. And you'll find that the price will vary massively on eBay if you've got a, the right batch. Or, or, or oh, really? Like yeah, I didn't even look at yeah. it. Yeah. I, I held off so long on buying any of the Asmus Hobbits because, like, Merry and Pippin, the outfits, the colors were way off. The head mm-hmm. sculpts looked almost cartoonish and awful. The first- lot yeah yeah because these but, are the, like the version twos of the sculpts anyway yeah so i never the bought the originals because they were horrible um yeah. uh, second batch the second versions are not perfect but i think frodo's good enough sam's not oh. too bad uh, mary and pippin is still a bit odd but i had you know i, I wanted to complete my fellowship so i did buy yeah. them but plus um, you have the customizing ability to fuck yeah 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 um although i've not done too much to them um but yeah no it's a great figure congrats on that yeah and the only other thing we we had we had talked about it in the group about i was help hoping it would come with the uh elven brooch brooch yeah i think it should but unless they changed um, it again but you could see it in the uh picture there it's not there but then you had said that some people have it Mine's so they're like they're like fuck it. This is a slim version. You get fucking yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking into it. But, it down again. Um, I, I don't know. But Danny had told me about it. It was the Asmus in stock, and there was only one of them. Yeah. 
and so I got it for 155 shipped. So mm-hmm. for that price, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, it's something I really yeah. wanted. When's your um, Gibney doing? Um, he left. He left California yesterday morning. Yeah. So I'm again, hoping... there's a bit of a lot of people saying that they've changed the chainmail on that. Oh um, really? For the better, I think. Um, oh, I'm Because there's people going, oh, well, can I buy the new chainmail? I mean, I don't care because yeah. I I made mine a real chainmail shirt but uh, do you have the uh do you have the aragorn from uh, helm's deep no no because i've got the aci um ranger and i right. I, I don't want multiples of of um Care- yeah well, you I've don't got, need i've multiple got two shirts. gandalfs but one's like hobbit version so you got one hat for me too right pete yeah. uh yes i need to i need well no no i i will do the no you said yes you. no I'll no, measure it for yes. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send me those pictures. But, like I said, I don't want. But but the, yeah. like the chain the chain mail on the Aragorn is really good. It just gets tangled up around the sleeve, and it's one of those it, you you like need tweezers to like untie it. But I mean, it looks it looks so good. It's just one yeah, of those things. I, I I'm not good enough at. They should be making real chain mail. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had this Lego set in my uh, so I bought this three years ago, right, from a, mm-hmm. a used Lego retailer, and when I was moving. Um, I was trying to pack all my collectibles, and the movers like came a day early. They were like just showed up, and I guess they got the days wrong. So I had to like real quick like toss. Basically, they're like, "We can come back tomorrow. Or we could do it today." And called the homeowners. They're like, "Yeah, you guys can move in a day early. It's not a big deal." And um, I had this set on my TV stand, and I threw it in a box, and it just poof, exploded on the way to the house. <laughs> and it's I knew it was roughly complete. Um, but I also knew it could be missing some pieces. So over the last three weeks, I I basically separated everything, like the different colors and the different sizes, and downloaded the instructions and rebuilt it. I was actually missing like only like four pieces, mm-hmm. and um, I fucking love this set. This is the unexpected gathering set uh, from the Hobbit movie, and I've kind of added a few pieces to it and, and mm-hmm. kind of modified it just a little bit, but it's super super fun. And it inspired me to make like a little diorama mock. I'm kind of like in the early stages of uh, the feast at Bilbo's house where they, mm-hmm. you know, raid his, his food and yeah. talk about the map and the key. And so I've gone to the this like third party Lego store like four or five times. Like when I went on Friday, I was like, I need to find this key. So I went through like all their tubs and I found <laughs> one fucking key and it took like an hour and my kid <laughs> helped me find it. But it was totally worth it. And, uh, yeah, I have one other minifig in the mailbox and one that's not pictured. So I just need one more left to complete the full company. Mm-hmm. And once I do that, I'll kind of like start filling in the background and stuff like that. So I might need Pete's advice on this. Cause who's missing Balin? I know oh, he's there. Um, let me see. That's a great question. It's, it's I can't remember like which one it was. one of the $25 ones. That's just like right. inconveniently expensive. Um, I think and, it might be Balin, actually. Let me mm-hmm. look it up real it quick. Was the, who, You've got a whitehead guy there. He's the only, he's the only one with white hair, isn't he? No, it's, Dory, it's, it's Nori, the guy. He, he has, he has the, the red hair Biffle. with th- the three peaks of red hair. Let's see if I can find it real quick. But yeah, I'm missing mm. one. I'm missing one, and it's so yeah. freaking annoying. Um, they had they had the, the body, the, the legs, and then the hair piece. But they didn't have the face print, and the price they wanted, I was like, "I'm." Mm. It's Nori. The price Nori, they wanted, okay, I was like, yeah. "I need to." I'm not gonna pay full retail price without the face print, right? Because no. it's about a thirty dollar Lego minifig. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so friggin' stoked! Like I basically raided. They have like little 
um, tubs of like food and little tubs of like plates and shit. And I basically raided <laughs> their cool. their stock for like all these food pieces, and it's awesome. just freaking hilarious. So um, I've also been on a Gandalf kick. My wife pre-ordered the uh, Crown Series Gandalf for me, and I picked up the uh, Sideshow Premium Format Gandalf the White. Got a great deal on it. It had some staining, so I actually got a small refund back mm-hmm. and uh, was able to get those stains out with some uh, clear detergent. And then I picked up the Sideshow slash Weta uh, Gandalf on Shadowfax, which is right here. Nice. My good friend Jason Nelson came over today, and we, we started re-sculpting some parts. Uh, you can see here on the main, it's just a tiny bit of uh, polystone missing, so we mm-hmm. re-sculpted that. On the other side of the cape, there's a small chip that's broken off. We re-sculpted that perfectly. The hands on the left staff were damaged, and we were replacing some of those parts. Um, I knew of all this damage when I bought it, so it's not like the seller was mm-hmm. disingenuous. Yeah. Um, but I got a great price because of the damage. Uh, I think this retailed for like 500 and I got it for, I think, like 230 So definitely a great piece. It's about 6th scale. scale. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty good size. I mean, I would maybe even say like 5th scale. It almost yeah. looks like that, um, those like mythos scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we were able to fix all those things this morning. Cool. And then I also picked up the Iron Studios Gandalf. Um, I basically sold a bunch of 6th scale stuff this month because i just been so like down about 6th scale lately. Uh, so I picked up the Gandalf, and then I was talking with Mark, and we were both looking at this item. It's a uh, one-ring replica, but it's inlaid with like this um, glow-in-the-dark material, where it's kind of like a watch, where like you can charge the watch surface, and then it glows when you bring it inside. It has like that material on it, and so it glows orange-red when you bring it inside. So um, that's coming from Italy. It's the number one on Etsy. And I'm excited for that. Uh, and hopefully next episode two or whenever, we'll have some pictures of that in hand. Do you have to pick a ring size? They all, they so size. you did, and I, I, fucking, I fucked up. I put, <laughs> I put my ring size, which is fine, but I'm not going to wear it. But the actual prop that they use, the hero prop, is a certain size, size 11. Right. And I should have ordered size 11. It, no yeah. one will ever know, but I think I'm going to order a second one in size mm-hmm. 11. So if they both come good and one of y'all want to buy the size nine off of me yeah i'll sell it to you guys for like a pretty good price but he offers like the it's stainless steel so the weta one is tungsten plated gold but it wears down the gold over time this one is is it's stainless steel but it's he said it doesn't wear or change colors so i I don't know how much i believe him but i ended up getting the option with the chain i think it was like 36 dollars, and then shipping was like eight with tax it was like 45 47 but um yeah, it's been it's been a crazy Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, uh, mm-hmm. week for me or month rather. Uh, Danny, yeah. what'd you get? You're on mute, bro. Sorry. The <laughs> most recent that I received was the Asmus Archer, which was like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And then I've had Elrond, but this is pretty much just a showcase of what I what I have planned for my like my display so i have elrond currently and i'm looking for elven elven how warrior would you, how would you write elrond Did you, see. i think elrond is the sculpt is almost there i'd say like because he's got like a two-part hair isn't he but the top yeah sculpt and then he's got that's a little weird there's also yeah. the 
it was like a two part neck, like the the head and then the neck part right. piece. So it's like two pieces. So that that's a little kind of like you know. Yeah. Now that you mentioned like it, mm. now that you mentioned it, Danny, they should look into that. Just doing it, the head and the neck in the one piece, because that's yeah. also the same problem I have with my Frodo. Because the sculpts there, it's just they have this wide thing, like you're no, supposed, like you're turning his head for some reason. Yeah, it I, I don't know why sense. they made it two pieces. And you actually got the Archer for free, right? Do you want to talk about that? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. When Asmus first released their promo shots, they like you can see right there. They they put the um, the Galadrium Lothlorien bowl that the elves used over there. Mm-hmm. So I I PM them. I said, hey, you guys got the wrong bow. They're supposed to have the the long bow. Yeah. And they were like, oh wow, I'm surprised. You know that we we messed it up like that. And then. They fixed it. They said they were going to fix it. And then, like, a day later, they messaged me and said, Hey, can we get your address? We'd like to send <laughs> you a, a Dude, free... that is such a cool, like, yeah. thing. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it at all. I mean, you basically saved them, like, literally thousands of dollars and a bunch of fucking headache. Like, they that still, is... They a lot of e- you, you saved them a lot of emails. They still gave yeah. you the the wrong bow, too. Oh, that's cool. so well, at that both. point, they probably already produced yeah. them. Yeah. It's probably cheaper yeah. just to give it to you. So then, right after that, I I ordered the the Elven Warrior from uh, Stevens Collectibles. So I'm waiting for them to get their stock. Mm-hmm. How's so the material on, on those? Because some shots it looks really purple, and then on these it it's, looks quite. It's blue, more blue. It? Yeah. It's more like royal blue, I guess, but it's mm-hmm. shiny. I thought the whatever that um the the waist girdle yeah the waist girdle yeah. that i thought that was like more muted in from the movies yeah, and i was surprised how really shiny, shiny it was yeah. It, yeah and it's really hard in that in the movie in the first scene because they have it so saturated everything's so grayed out and and the colors yeah, pop so much i mean it looks fantastic but then mm-hmm. it's also hard to tell it's got I a little bit the, of that han solo is it gray or is it blue yeah because the, the, the wettest statue it's muted right so Muted who like knows? it is in a movie. Yeah, who knows what yeah. the actual color is. Yeah. So, probably yeah, I think that's what put me off, really, because it looks a little bit, as you say, shiny. But it looks okay in hand, does it? I, I like them. Yeah. I mean, I'm a sucker for like armor and armored yeah. figures. So, yeah. What's the What's the armor made out of? Does it look metal? It's uh, it was like, it's metal. It's kind of like light metal, like tin metal, I guess. Yeah, that's the way this thing is. I mean. The the Aragorn, all the metal pieces, I think, are actual metal. But this thing, it it feels metal, but you can flex it, and it, you know, you can tell Jesus. it's not metal. Don't do that. I, I can't help myself. Was that for the for your Frodo? Yeah, for my Frodo. Ah, uh, so they've cheaped out because mine's definitely metal. Yeah, but the, mine's the, a, mine's a flexible metal piece. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should be. Maybe I'm definitely sending an email. The weapons are yeah. the weapon. All the weapons I've had are metal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what I said. The uh, Frodo. The Frodo and the Galadriel, oh, not the Frodo, the Aragorn and the Galadriel I have are so were so impressive that it that's what made me finally order the Frodo because before that I was like oh I don't want these they're terrible sculpts or whatever mm. and then yeah. once you get them in hand they're always a lot better than you thought but there's also a lot left on the plate you know what you I mean? can't really go wrong with these guys because they have a generic elven face yeah so, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but like I have uh for the next shot I have Gimli. And then, um, which I think is like probably their best, the best figure yeah. that Asmus yeah. has made. Definitely, yeah. I think it's like up there with Hot Toys quality. I also, I also think that's why Gandalf is so high. I think they do so so good on the hair, 
And obviously, characters like that, so much of the face is covered in hair that it doesn't... That you can get away with a little bit yeah. of yeah. facial expression. Yeah. yeah. But I have Gimli coming this week. I have Aragorn already, and I have Legolas on pre-order. So... Yeah, I'm holding off on Aragorn why, and Leg- why did, Legolas. Why did Asmus to this date not put the uh, standard Legolas on their website? They want you to have baby. That's yeah, a good question because it wasn't one. on there. No, because I, I ordered it, from Big I Bad. I think it sold out. You first. Re- yeah? Yeah. Okay. That might have been a situation. Because I don't think it was so much wanted, cheaper. It was cheaper. Yeah. And I think a lot of people. The the archway is too tall for like yeah, de- I wouldn't, detoffs I wouldn't and stuff to, like yeah. that. So I was tempted to pick up um, the on this, the standard edition, but I, so I, I never saw it on there. So it may be that it sold out. Instantly. But that's the yeah. thing. I'm holding off on these last two figures, the Aragorn and Legolas, because yeah. uh, Asmus does have sales every so often. So yeah, and they've got both versions of Aragorn on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. With or without the diorama, but the Legolas, I never, I never saw it on there. I think I, I think I paid one seventy shipped on Amazon, uh, not Amazon, eBay for Aragorn, and that's the reason I got him. I, I didn't think one seventy shipped was a bad price at all. I mean, that was I think it was after no, taxes. That's good. That's good. So, but I I also have the Gandalf, but I'm be shipping that to Mark when he's ready. Yeah, as soon as that. <laughs> Mark, you better hurry up, bro. I know. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm getting nervous. I'm getting nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, tell us about your collection here. Yeah. So. Um, I started off with Aragorn, so that's the ACI. So ACI had the license um, for one-sixth Lord of the Rings before Asmus picked it up. So they made um, they made Aragorn, they made uh, the Witch King, they made Ringwraith, um, they made a Ringwraith with Steed. They they were they looked good, but they had very floppy bodies. Um, but the the Aragorn I think was was amazing. Um, I've never been a fan of the Asmus face sculpts. I think the latest one is better, but uh, for me, the the, the ACI one um, beats it. I mean, there's some brilliant. There's I've just seen some amazing custom ones recently. But uh, you know, you're looking at to get it painted and haired, um, and by the you know you're looking at three hundred pound, you know, easy. So I think I'm going to hold back on that. So I've got so I had him first, and then I think I picked up. I started picking up some of the sideshow figures. So I picked up Boromir, Legolas, Gandalf, because you could get them quite cheap. Um, and with a little bit of uh, customization and stuff, they, they, they didn't look too bad. Then I think I got Frodo. When they did the Slims, I bought Frodo and Sam. Um, then I got Gimli. Then Boromir, I got a really good deal and upgraded to the, um, the Asmus one. And actually, the... The the size of one wasn't bad, but the outfit on the on on Boromir is really nice. The Asmus one, and and there's two versions. There's the haired version. There's the sculpted one. Um, the hair isn't bad actually. Um, you, you know, once you do a bit of bit of futzing on it, um, I would definitely go for it over the, the, the sculpted hair. Um, the Legolas uh, again. I got a good deal on that. I got the one with the 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 cave troll head. Which I sold on, so I think he ended up cost me about a hundred, hundred pounds. If you look on there, so the thing that with that the face sculpt's not too bad, but the hair's really horrible because it's a it's a plastic moulded hair, and it was really yellow as well. So what I did here was I bought um, 
I think it was like a, a an elf, uh, a lady elf, just a generic head sculpt off eBay, and took the back of the head off with all the hair, um, and just kind of it's quite easy because the f the face comes off on the asthma sculpt. I kind of just brought it together, so I've got you know with the with the rooted Amazing. hair, he looks so much better. Uh, Gimli, yeah. He's he's probably their best out of the box. I think all you need to do, I said, I said to you guys that um, the neck peg's a bit too long. So if you drop his neck down a bit, and he probably needs a little bit of padding around his around his waist, um, and he's pretty much perfect. And then the Gandalf. So that is the um, the first release um, from Asmus, but the sculpt was pretty horrible on that, and it had a, a, a plastic beard. So that is a um, a recast of the of one of the Magneto figures, uh, which Ian painted for me, and then I added all the the hair, um, wow. which I I think turned out brilliantly. And obviously with the staff, I stuck a couple of LEDs in under the under the crystal there. So that's not Photoshop. That's that does light up. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Yeah, and you can't really that see it here, cool. but but, but cool. Sting has been coated with like a glow in the dark. Um, oh yeah. Paint, so that kind of glows up quite nicely. Um, the, the the hobbits are stock. All I've added here was a couple of the swords because um, Mary and Pippin don't come with swords. So I think one's a, a Jack Sparrow dagger, and one's from a, a, a Coup models um, figure. Uh, that I had, but yeah. So the diorama was. Um, this is what I've always wanted to do with the fellowship. Uh, this has been my dream to have this. So when I got the my um, Billy bookcases, I finally had the, the space to do it. So I got mm. a, a guy in the UK um, to build the base. So we've got Balin's tomb there. It's got the runes on it and everything. Um, he's brilliant with stone and everything. So that was all made. Um, and Where then, did the book uh, come from? That's from the sideshow Gandalf. Oh really? Uh, he, he, the exclusive one came with the with um, the book. Oh, so, cool. um, yeah, and then we, we we played around this for ages. So I've got some sort of fallen pillars. We've got books from the, uh, pages from the books which he printed, and they've got all the text on and everything. And then Dean Gladwell at Backjobs and Bases, um, who we're going to probably have some sort of sponsorship thing with on OFAC. He did the 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 back and the sides. Um, I just absolutely love it. As much as I've got all my Star Wars stuff, this is the this is the shelf that my eye goes to straight away because it's just it's a you know it's not just a collection of figures from a movie. It is a scene with with yeah, um, yeah. you know and and I just yeah I I couldn't have it, it's better than I could have ever imagined it turning out. Um, I absolutely love it. It's, it's, it's so good. So. I always love seeing this when you show it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. has to be rewarding to Beautiful. finally get those many pieces. Yeah, I always and wanted the fellowship, up. and um, like you said, like the the first issues of the Hobbit heads, I, I I couldn't justify them. But when they brought out the the, the second version, then they brought out the Slims. Um, yeah, I just ordered them all up from from um, from from Asmus, you know, and uh, uh, they're 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 okay. They're they're better in in hand than than you would imagine. Thing I would like. Although you've got to buy a whole figures, the, the mouth of Sauron figure comes with um, the Mithril shirt, um, mm -hmm. so I'm always on the lookout for one of those quite cheap. I think he's not too bad. It's about 150 dollars on <clears throat> Asmus. I was just going to um, ask you. So yours, your uh, Frodo didn't come with a uh, Mithril coat. No, no, the, the original mine, did. I think mine did. 
He did. So, what is going on? That is so weird. Uh, yeah, because I'd like I'd like to have that. But well, um, Pete, I don't I don't I don't really want it. So no. If oh, wow. uh, I'll figure out what how to ship it to you yeah, the cheapest yeah, way. I don't know what twenty five percent on free is, but well, it doesn't matter. You guys, if you, if you, <laughs> it's a weight. If you, depending on how you mark it on the customs thing, it's I a think, gift. Yeah. Oh, Post, I'll say it's a post beautiful. postcard or something. That's yeah, beautiful. Oh, lovely. That's nice. Wow. That's, yeah, that beautiful be moment lives. Yeah, there you yeah, go. yeah, definitely. And obviously, uh, this isn't quite canon because they've all got their their Lothlorien capes on which they didn't get until after here um, Aragorn is wearing Boromir's gauntlets but Boromir already has still has his on because he's still alive by this point but I don't care and obviously and, and Legolas has got his Lothlorien bow there um, he's Pete, got there's the one on uh, there's on one back, on eBay but... right now for 28 bucks oh okay with $6 shipping also well, well, I mean, I'll, it, can't, it can't cost that much to ship. I mean, it's got to weigh. I mean, an ounce. Yeah. So. Oh, it, it won't cost. It's light as a feather. Be, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah exactly. exactly. And it's yeah. strong as uh, yeah. dragon skin. Strong as dragon skin. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. chat more. That's very generous yeah. of you, mate. Yeah. What definitely. a guy. Let's move on to the main topic: the One Ring. Mark, tell us about the creation of the ring. All right. Well, the creation of the ring. Um, Sauron disguised himself as Anatar, which was like this has a very biblical you know things connect here where he he pretty much made himself you know he was he was beautiful he was a he looked elvish mm-hmm. he he talked Celeborn, which was the main um uh forger for the elves he talked them into making these magical rings so they started out they made the nine rings for the the mortal men the seven rings for the dwarves well, at this point, that's when Sauron left and had put his plan into place to put control on all these rings. So then that's when they made the three Elvish rings. Mm-hmm. So then the three Elvish rings weren't connected at all. So then he went to the Cracks of Mount Doom, made the, made the one ring. The one ring is the only ring that doesn't have a gem on it. And I always thought that was kind of neat how they did that. He, mm-hmm. he, you know, he has the, the Mordor writing on it, but it's the only one without a gem. So then he comes back, and then at this point, the rings were dispersed or locked up or away. So then he tortures Celeborn, and then uh, at, so then he gets the nine mortal rings, and then the, the seven dwarven rings, gives them to the dwarves, but can never get the three rings from the elves. So at this point, no point in the whole books and in the movies did he ever knew where the elven rings were. Mm-hmm. Which I always thought was cool, but they don't really tell you that in the, in the movie. Yeah. So then Celeborn was tortured to death. And then at that point, the nine men were corrupt, we all know. The seven dwarves, the dwarves were resistant to the ring, which I always thought was cool. But they don't talk about that either. So theoretically, they could have gave the ring to Gimli and he could have, you know, I guess he could have wore the ring, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then... uh where was I at? The three elven? The, yeah, the three elven rings. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, the three elven rings. Uh, Gimli had... Uh, Gandalf had one, which is the ring of honor, which was the ring of fire. So it was always mm-hmm. cool in the movie. He always was the one who brought the light. You saw the awesome scene with the fell beast where he ran him off. 
and brought uh, Faramir back. I always mm. thought that was cool. He lit up the Mines of Moria, but they in the books and in the movies, it never shows how much how it shows him. Nobody knew he had the ring until the end, and it was cool that the Elven rings the Elven rings were invisible. So the other rings made made you invisible, and then the Elven rings made the the wearer made the ring invisible. And I always thought that was cool. So I wanted to talk about that. And then another thing I wanted to bring up, and this was a cool story, and I don't want to go on too long about this. And this was about Isildur, because in the book they just make it seem like, I mean, in the movie they just made it seem like he was a prick who happened to cut the ring off. He didn't listen to anybody, and he just walked around like the cock with the walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got that shit face on him the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, in the in the in the book. Not in not in that book, in the Unlost Tales, there is a beautiful story. If you go into Unlost Tales, and it's it, they talk about the tra- the tragedy of this man's life, yeah. because he is headed to Lof- uh, he's headed to uh, Rivendell to get his wife and his other son, and then that's when they get overrun by the the orcs by the orcs. Yeah. I'm sorry, and then uh, and then they call it the disaster at Gladden Field. So Elendora's son asked him to use the ring to to get away. Um, and he said, I can't use it. I dread the pain of using it. Mm-hmm. Because it was literally, the ring burned him when it first happened. At that point, Sauron just lost his power. So at that point, the ring's still very powerful, still tie, tied to his seal, uh, Sauron. Because of, you know, the whole, his soul was tied to the ring. His life, yeah. his life is tied to the ring. So he said it, it pains him to touch it. So he never, he, didn't, he never wore the ring until he put it on at that moment. Mm-hmm. And he said, and he says, I have not found the strength to bend it to my will. It needs one greater than I know myself to be. My pride has fallen. It should go to the keepers of the three. So he knew the th- keepers of the three, which was in the Rivendell. Elves. The yeah. three el- well, the three elves, well, Gandalf, Galadriel, and Elrond. But later on, when they were overrun and and, and they were, they had him uh, trapped down, his son Elendor told his father, at his last ca- as his last counselor, go take your burden and all that cost, and at all costs take it to the keepers, even at the cost of abandoning your own men and including me. So his son told him, take the ring and go. Don't worry about us. So mm-hmm. literally, he had to leave his son to die. You know, so this is a guy that he realized he 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 fucked up. Yeah. He had he had to take the the ring to somebody that would that he could trust with it. Three elven rings. His son literally gave up his life for him to run. So he goes into the water. He comes out of the water with the ring lost, and then that's when he gets shot. Very much in the in the movie, it just shows like okay, this guy. As soon as there was trouble, he took off and got shot in the back. So yeah. I thought that was such a beautiful story. Everybody has to read it. I didn't. I didn't articulate it very well, but man, it is. I'll it's have interesting to with the, the ring. Yeah, it's interesting with the ring because watching the movie, it doesn't really explain. Like the ring isn't really explained that well in the movie, but how the ring can it kind of has a mind of its own. Like it will change sizes if it wants to leave yep. who who is holding it. 
and that's what happens in the movie. I don't I don't know about the the Lost Tales, but he's swimming with the ring, and the ring expands, and then he Chooses he to basically leave him. Yeah, yeah, he loses it. And yeah. um, one thing also that's important to remember about the ring is um, like the act of obtaining the ring kind of decides like not necessarily like I guess it kind of like decides your fate with the ring so um, Isildur gets the ring by basically killing Sauron and so his act is like a murderous act and then same with um, with Smeagol and the reason why Bilbo and Frodo aren't as affected negatively is because Bilbo's first act with the ring is like sort of an act of kindness like he chooses not to kill Gollum Mm -hmm. and that's why the ring doesn't affect him as much as it affects Gollum and that's why Frodo is able to kind of freely decide to give it up as well because he's given the ring he doesn't have to like and uh, he takes it reluctantly yeah yeah exactly so it doesn't have as much hold over them um I did want to show this slide here. So uh, we have the dwarf lords with their rings and then the different uh, human rings, the nine mm-hmm. human rings. They're all on name. Same with the dwarf lords. They're just like the dwarf uh, clan leaders. Yeah. And those, uh, the, the men, well, one the of the kings, dwarfs they named, was, um... they named three of them. Three oh, of them okay. are Numenorians in the, in the books. But that, again, that doesn't really matter. They're, yeah. To the story, it doesn't really matter. The witch king is... Yeah, so we'll get there in a second. So these are the the kings become the Nazgul, and then the the witch king of uh, Angmar. Um, I guess Ang- Angmar. 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 Yeah. Angmar is the uh, one of those kind of like the leader of the Nazgul. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we have the three, the one ring to rule them all, and then the three rings. So Nara, fire is ruby. Gilgalad, then Sirdan, then Gandalf, and Gandalf's given that when he arrives to. Uh, Middle Earth, then Nanya from Water, which is Galadriel's ring, and then Vilya. And, and real quick on on Elrond's ring, his ring is what gives him healing powers. So everybody uh, talks about like, mm-hmm. oh, only we have to go to Rivendell. Only Rivendell can fix Frodo's wounds and stuff like that. So a lot of those healing powers comes from that ring, and Galadriel's ring gives her vision. So that's why she's pouring into the water, and that's why she mm-hmm. says, you know your quest hangs on the edge of a knife. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's cool because it, it shows all their powers in the movies, but it doesn't explain it, which, it, I mean, it's they're already 13-hour trilogy. So you, we, you have, know. we obviously don't, it doesn't say, it doesn't go into anything about right. the powers of the seven or the nine. Yeah, so I, I misspoke when I said the dwarf uh, names are, are not known. It's the ring names and the stones. So yeah. Um, the dwarven ones are kind of the ones that are most fleshed out, and then same with the nine rings, the ring names, and the stones and powers. One of the dwarves was um, Thorn's grandfather. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And four of the rings were eaten by uh, dragons. Oh yeah, dragons. The other three mm-hmm. rings were lost, and and in the books, they go. The part of the reason why the dwarves went back into Moria, other than just going in so for, uh, for them, Mithril. Right? was to look for those three rings. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I heard there's more unknown rings, right? Yeah, well, after they all left, they still made... That's what they talk about in the... If you read the books, they um, talk about... To the dwarves about, oh, well, Sauron's looking for this lesser ring. Nobody, They don't want to tell him that he's looking for the one ring. 
Because yeah. after all these rings are made, the elves continue to make rings. But that's why whenever you hear in any book you read lesser rings, it's the rings that were created after that have no tie to the one ring. So there are magical yeah. rings. And that's also why Gandalf didn't think at first that Bilbo had the ring. Because he knew Bilbo had the magic ring. You know, if there was only X amount of rings, he would have been able to easily tell, okay, that's the one ring. There's no other magical rings. I got a question. Yeah. Yo. Hit me. What did Galadriel say to Sauron when he asked for her ring? Nah, bitch. None of your damn business. <laughs> oh. I was wondering where you're going with that. I was like, that wasn't in the books. <laughs> Sorry, uh, go on. <laughs> let's look at the, the different ring bearers throughout the ages, and we'll go through like a, a graphic. So we have Time Sauron, on. obviously, Isildur, Deagle, Gollum slash Smeagol, Bilbo, Frodo, Sam, and then back to Frodo. And uh, Mark, you want to talk about the destruction of the ring and what happened to it? Um, what do you got for me? What did I want to talk about with the destruction of the ring? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you put it on the sheet. <laughs> did I? You did. Look at the sheet. We could skip that if you want to, but that's, I just uh, added the slide. Oh, for once the once the rings were destroyed. There was a lot of talk um, about Galadriel saying, I will, you know, I will go to the West and I will remain Galadriel. Because a lot of the talk was, do the rings then lose their power? The other rings? And in the I movies, so. yeah, they, they lose their powers. But that's why yeah. at the very end scene, when they go sail out West to the Undying Lands, that's the only time you actually see Gandalf with his ring. Because the rings were invisible before that. And at that point, they became visible to everybody. And it's the same in the books. The same in the, in the books, they say, the dwarves ask, oh, what about the three elven rings? Can't we use them? And they say, oh, no, they're secret. Well, it's like, damn, they're secret because two of the, two of the, <laughs> two of the motherfuckers in the you know, thing have them. So they had the rings, they just, they, but they didn't tell anybody. Right. So nobody knew other than the three that bore the rings. The, the, nobody knew about the elven rings except the three that wore them. And I always thought that was interesting. So literally, so, those are the only three rings that were in use the whole time, and nobody knew about it. So this statue is not uh, inaccurate to have Gandalf without the ring, right? No, that's, that's why I asked, because I didn't know if it was an add-on, because it would just be him going to the Undying yeah. Lands. Okay, I, I have a real question. God damn it, Danny. Just <laughs> no, this is a real question. Yeah. So since the ring, when the, the one ring, Sauron's ring, was destroyed... Does that mean that, um, like, Elrond, Galadriel, did they lose their powers? They lost the powers of the ring. No, but did they, like, is no, Elrond just, no longer able to heal? and? They already the had powers, but at that point, wind? yeah, they lost power. Okay. And that's why they said that their fate was tied to that ring, that if, let's say, Sauron won, then they he, at some point, because they were, resi even though they were resistant to the ring, that they... They would have lost the power, which is interesting too. Because now that you, you you mention it, okay, the the three rings weren't made by him, so they weren't controlled underneath yeah. the ring. Mm. But at the same point, the ring loses their power when it's destroyed. That might mm -hmm. be a book plot hole. Now that but you mentioned, yeah, yeah, didn't they only good, yeah. put the rings on after Sauron lost it? No, they always had the rings on, but that's why he couldn't see them. Normally. If you if, let's say the other rings, if you put them on, he could see you at that mm -hmm. some, at that point. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's but why. But that's what was so them, interesting right? about the Elven rings, that you don't become invisible when you put them on. The ring becomes invisible, so it was easier to hide them. So when the dwarves were wearing them, he knew where the rings were. When the men wore them, he obviously knew where they were, because then he controlled the men. Yeah, let's um let's look at the timeline of the ring. And maybe we can also take some questions from people after they hear this episode. We can answer them. So the ring had seven ring bearers over 4,860 years. In SA-1600, the one ring is forged. Uh, 93 years later, the War of Elves and Sauron begins. Four years later, Eregion is destroyed. Eregion. Eregion, there you go, is destroyed and Khazad-dûm is closed. In 1700 SA, the forces of Sauron are defeated by the Numenorians and he retreats to Mordor. And for 1800, 1840 years, 1840 years, uh, he allows himself to be taken prisoner by the Numenorians. And uh, that ends in 3262, so quite a bit of time there. In SA 3441, Sauron is defeated and Isildur takes the One Ring. October fourth of that year or i'm sorry of, of of the third age two so just under two years yeah death yeah. of isildur in the battle of the gladden fields the one ring is lost in the river anduin and during this time that it's lost i think sauron and gandalf are under the impression that it kind of flows to the ocean right like they have no yeah. idea where it's at and Sa it's, it Sa to be lost saruman told the council not to look for the ring that there's no point. It is lost. But he was secretly looking for but it. But he was secretly looking for it the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. Dude. So everybody talks about how, you know, how Saruman, how long was he evil? Well, at that point, he was already conniving. And it's the same reason why Gandalf never told him about the Bilbo having the magical ring because something always held him back. Yeah. Now, the ring is lost for 2,461 years. In the third age, year 20, uh, 2,463, Deagle discovers the One Ring and is killed by Smeagol, who claims it for his own. Gollum has the ring for 47 years. Uh, that, wait, 478 no, or 47? Yeah. It was like 478. Yeah, it was like 480 okay, yeah. years. Okay, the font's really weird. 478 <laughs> years, I'm sorry. I was like, damn, that motherfucker didn't have it that long. Saruman <laughs> discovers Sauron's servants are searching the Gladden Fields for the One Ring. In the third age... 2941 Bilbo Baggins finds the ring in the cave three years later Gollum leaves the Misty Mountains and begins searching for the ring uh, and that obviously takes a while in the third age 3001 Bilbo freely gives up the ring and it passes to Frodo and 18 years later so it doesn't really go What's through it? that much time in the in the movies but yeah. 18 years later Gollum seizes the ring from Frodo and falls into the cracks of Mount Doom the one ring is destroyed and Sauron is defeated yeah, and that's another thing people don't realize. There's 17 years between Bilbo's party and when Frodo sets out. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's 18 years. And it yeah. takes about a year for Frodo to get... Yeah, from the Shire to Mount Doom. Yeah. See, that, the Golem game could take place between 2944 and 3001. I think that's don't, actually exactly where it's going to take place. Yeah, yeah. People don't know about the ages. It's like the second age starts when the ring is forged. And then the second... Age ends when he's defeated. Mm -hmm. So the whole third age is he's defeated, and then the end of the third age is when the ring is destroyed. So whenever you're talking about ages, it's easy always easy to remember that. Yeah. Like a biblical term. 
Um, so. We do have some homework for you guys if you want to um, be able to kind of get into Lord of the Rings a bit more. On Spotify, now this is also an Apple podcast, but I found Spotify to be the best um, place to listen to this. You can look up the Phil Dragish audiobooks. Uh, he has one for each of the trilogy or each of the novels of the original trilogy, and these are more like radio dramas. They're they're voice acted, music, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful books, and he has them for the original trilogy, and you can listen to it for free. I I haven't heard any commercials, so I think because it's like uploaded as a podcast, there's no commercials. Um, but if if you want to read the books in the best quality and you don't want to actually physically read, but you want to just kind of have them in the background, this is a great way to listen to it. Uh, we'll put the link to this in the um, episode description. Um, but these are these are just absolutely fantastic uh, That's what ways I've been doing. to yeah, yeah it, to listen it, to the trilogy. It skips very tiny things. You know, it's t- a tiny bit edited, and obviously it doesn't have the appendices. But, I mean, as far as people that want the experience of reading the book, but also the entertainment of... it's it's If you close your eyes, it's like watching a movie. The guy does a fantastic yeah. job. Yeah. Um, episode two, I think we're going to focus maybe on some characters, maybe on the actual uh, uh, Fellowship of the Ring book itself. Uh, but, yeah, I think, I think we had a great first episode, Mark. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, other than me uh, stuttering and... I mean, you kind of fucked it up, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got to work on my reading a little bit. But, yeah, I'm, I'm real excited for this podcast. I think it'll be good once I get the run of things. But, yeah. so next episode, <clears throat> definitely we're going to be focusing on the fellowship, difference between book and movie. Mm-hmm. And then I think we really need to concentrate on Gandalf because you got me... Yeah. You got me mired up. Forward. For Gandalf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a futzing stream on the Joy of Hobbing on our YouTube channel. If you want to check that out, uh, it's kind of like a fun little stream. We we kind of go through this statue and and I kind of fix some things on it, some paint, some fabric stuff. It's a fun little stream. Uh, Pete, can we say thank you to the Patreonies who keep the channel going, please? Yeah, we sure can. Yeah, Sean Fear, Ian CB, Rena Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, Leah Hernandez, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley. Joao Breda, <coughs> Danny Lee, sweet Danny Lee, Dinny Martin, Stephen Krepp, Big Fern, King Zach, Caesar Maracan, Mike Cruz, Lisa Martin Bermonski, Rick DiGregorio, Alvin Jules, The Everyday Collector, whoop, whoop. Ricardo Whoa. Valdez, <laughs> Bowler Boyd, Jimmy James, Mario Cortez, Stephen Purchase, Sean Yahtzee, Scott Bradley, Stephen Maria Stanley, Jessica Treras, Eddie Manzanares, Joe Corpus, and Mr. and Mrs. JB. We thank you all very much bunch of angels we have yeah. two stickers for august i know in uh july we kind of uh sent the whole lot of stickers that we got but uh two stickers for august we have the crispy sticker with the uh kind of the coke style font mm-hmm. and then we have the holy mac john sticker <laughs> beautiful yeah uh we have three tiers the sweet angel five dollars a month sticker sent straight to your door access to ox after dark the 15 dollars certified crispy tier you get the certificate assistance with figure fixes uh, we also have the What A Guy tier, the 18 by 24 silhouette poster, and uh, doubles of all the stickers we send. This tier is changing; uh, it's effective already. But if you are, or if you were in this tier rather, and you want to take advantage of Ian's painting services, you have until the end of October to take advantage of that. We are looking into options of what to replace that with. Some options include perhaps uh, an annual hat design that we send out to people in this tier. Um, we also had uh, some other sort of digital ideas, so. If you're a what a guy and you want to uh, give us some suggestions, send me a message or an email, Zach at collectingweekly.com, and we will 
hopefully by October we'll announce uh, what will replace that in this tier. Mm-hmm. Cool. We have T Public, Collecting Weekly. You can buy your favorite show's logo on a t shirt of your choice. Prices start at $13 when they're on sale, uh, regular price is $20. As far as the network goes, we have Small Talk, Collecting Weekly Live, OFAC, Live and Let Dice, our new, uh, and new and renewed Dungeons & Dragons podcast, which is filming mid-August, In and Outs of Collecting, Collecting Weekly Clips, Ox Plays, After Dark, CW Live, and You're Watching the One Ring Podcast. Join us on Facebook at Collecting Weekly Auxiliary, and you can uh, get in on all the fun off air. Mark, thank you for having us tonight. I think we had a great yeah. show. Uh, definitely, we got to get your your feet wet with uh, the hosting thing. I know we kind of um, kind of threw you into the fire today, but I think we did great. I think we had a great show. Yeah. Uh, definitely a great primer episode for this, yeah. and uh, I can't wait to film episode two. Well, I, I appreciate your guys' support so much. I mean, it doesn't you wouldn't think it watching me talk, but there is so much work and hard work by the the other three guys in here, and and so much respect and love, and. Uh, <laughs> Um, Mike. Yeah. And uh yeah. I, I would love to thank Zach. Zach for the uh he, he he put the music together, he put the logo together, he put the show sheet in and uh, I mean all the clips and stuff real quick. I put a lot yeah. of work into this and it 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 literally did absolutely nothing for this episode. <laughs> also, but I will uh, work on that. If you're a if you're a July Patreone uh in your package that is going out on Monday, you'll have the uh, the one ring cast holographic sticker, very limited edition, only 50 made. So nice. uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, Danny, send us home. Namari. <laughs> <laughs>